I want to talk today about how to find rest for your souls. Jesus said in Matthew 28, come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I'm gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. How do you find rest for your soul? Well, the first thing is to realize that your burden isn't a barrier, it's a bridge. It's hard at the moment in the midst of a pandemic. One thing I never realized when I watched all these disaster movies is that while, while a pandemic's going on, you're also having to live a relatively normal life. Like you never see that in the films. You know, pandemic's going on and you're trying to do back-to-back uh, -back Zoom calls, working from home, uh, log on, you know, make sure your Wi-Fi is working. You're, you're trying to maybe homeschool or negotiate with flatmates who you really like, but you didn't anticipate you'd be living with 24-7. Trying to get across the city to see some of your mates just so you have some form of social interaction. It's hard, plus the crisis accelerates some trends which make rest harder. Like the work-life balance, what does that look like when you're on furlough? What does it mean to consciously rest? You know, when you're working every hour and your bedroom is also the place you have to have one-to-ones with colleagues and it's also the place where you have to do all your work and it's also the place where you have to uh, kind of rest in the evenings and then sleep as well. And then there's the whole area of tech. You know, I really, thankful for my phone but actually sometimes we have a slightly complicated relationship it's so helpful in so many ways but it also has apps on it which are designed to be addictive to my brain distracting of my attention and consuming of my focus it's like and I sometimes find it even at the moment like it's almost hard to switch off unless my phone is on it's like woven its way into every aspect of my life and I was walking down the pavement a few weeks ago and just troubled by many things I was thinking about lots that was going on rushing to pick up my daughter from school and then suddenly this car mounted the pavement just a few meters in front of me going about 30 miles an hour it came flying towards me it hit me I went up onto the bonnet I rolled into the windscreen I smashed the windscreen it carried me for a few meters it hit another guy I came flying off the side and I was knocked unconscious and I came to you know covered in blood on the pavement probably one of the most shocking experiences of my entire life and as I came to, all I could think about was the things I needed to do. I was thinking, I've got to pick up my daughter from school. I don't like the idea of her being at school on her own. So I was trying to find my phone so I could phone my wife Beth and, and make sure she could be picked up. And then as they were carrying me into the ambulance, I was thinking, wait, I've got all these meetings this afternoon. What am I going to do? How do I let people know that I'm not going to be able to be part of those meetings? And then there was this moment where the paramedic looked at me and said, do you know what? It's a, it's a miracle you're okay. It's a miracle you're not seriously hurt. And I was thinking, here we have a paramedic telling a pastor to be thankful for the miracle. And I thought, Lord, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that you've protected me. I'm thankful that I'm still alive. I'm thankful my family is still alive. I'm thankful that I know you, Jesus. And as I was being driven to the hospital, I was just saying thank you for everything I could think of. And then when we arrived, they, they did a CAT scan on me and everything was fine and then the accident and emergency doctor uh, looked at me and she said do you know what? it's amazing you're fine um, we think everything's absolutely fine but just to be sure we think you should rest for the next 10 days don't do any work for the next 10 days and don't go on any screens stay away from screens I was like so you're saying I have to rest for the next 10 days she said yes and I said no zoom calls no zoom calls 
no phone calls, no phone calls. And I tell you, in that moment, I could have given her a hug. It was like she was giving me this gift of rest, like commanding me to rest. I was thinking, what is going on with me that it takes all of that before I can feel like I have permission to rest? And I needed to rest. It was important. I felt like I'd been hit by a car because I had been hit by a car. And I realized again, just how restorative rest is to the body, to the mind, to the soul. It makes such a difference. And Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary or burdened, and I will give you rest. He doesn't say, if you've got your life together, if you're perfectly balanced, if everything's in order, if you've got the right amount of work and the right amount of rest, if you're absolutely on a level, if you've read six books on rest and you feel like a rest guru, if you know just the right way to rest, he doesn't say any of that. He says, if you're weary, if you're burdened, maybe you're feeling under pressure today. Jesus says, come to me. Your burden isn't a barrier, it's a bridge. It's the very reason Jesus invites you to come close, because he can help. And then rest isn't an achievement, it's a gift. Because London is such a busy, influential city, it can feel like it almost shapes the very way we rest. Like it, rest feels like a state you have to achieve. We get the perfect balance of entertainment and activity, the right amount of exercise, the right people for the right amount of time, where you get the right amount of space, where you eliminate noise and eliminate distractions. Now, they're all good principles. They're good things to have in place because rest doesn't happen by accident. You have to put some work into finding rest. Rest doesn't happen by accident, but neither can you achieve it on your own. Rest isn't an achievement. It's a gift. And Jesus says, I will give you rest. It's in Jesus's power to give you rest. And the rest that Jesus gives isn't just distraction from busyness or stopping working. It's restorative. It's relief from weariness. It's an antidote to restless activity. It kind of heals the restlessness of our souls, that sense that sometimes we're not even at peace with ourselves. Rest is walking in step with someone who knows you to the bottom of your soul and yet loves you to the sky. It's that kind of rest. And that can be hard in a busy city with all the noise of planes and everything else going on and cars and the busyness of life. But that's what Jesus offers. He says, come to me, walk in step with me because my yoke is easy. And the truth is, we're all yoked to something. Maybe it's the high standards we set for ourselves or the expectation of others or the reputation we want to build for ourselves or the reputation we need to maintain, the plans we might have for the future. We're all yoked to something. But Jesus says, don't be yoked to any of those things. Be yoked to me. My yoke is easy. It's actually easy. It's best for you walking in step with me. What does that look like practically? Well, I think it means... Two things at least means to put a day of Sabbath, push a day of Sabbath into your week and push a bit of Sabbath into your day. Sabbath is the time in the week where we're designed to rest. It's not actually an invitation in the scripture. It's a command to rest and that we need to remind our bodies, our minds and our souls that God is on the throne, that it doesn't all depend on us, that we're humans, that we, we need that rest. We're wired to operate well if we're having that rest. And it restores, almost like restores our good relationships with each other and our good relationship with God. 
but it can be hard. I'll never forget a couple coming up to me after one of our services on a Sunday and saying, look, we feel really challenged about this area of Sabbath. And they were both working hard in the city. They're in their 20s, doing brilliantly in their careers. But they said, look, our work culture is such that you're expected to be in the office seven days a week. And I said, well, what do you do for like a Sabbath at the moment? And they said, this, this is it. We take three hours on a Sunday morning and we come to church. And they said, it might sound crazy, but that is a sacrificial act in our work culture. People notice we're not there and sometimes they comment on it. And I said to them, look, you're, you're doing a very brave thing. You're pushing back against the culture of your work. I just encourage you, push back a bit more. Flannery O'Connor said, the world will push against you. Push back just as hard. Push back and eke out for yourself that margin, that time, that Sabbath in the week where you can rest. And then push a bit of Sabbath into your day. Just uh, last week, I, I had one of those full-on days and I went to bed and I didn't sleep very well. And you know when you wake up and you feel like you actually haven't had any sleep and I was, came downstairs, I made myself a cup of tea and I didn't know what to do and I thought, I just, I just need to find that place of rest before I start my day again. So I opened my Bible and this verse actually came to mind. And I said, I said, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm not rested at the moment. Uh, I'm worried about a number of things. I'm a bit burdened. I'm under pressure, but I'm here. And you say, come to me. So I want to come to you with my weariness, with my burdens. And I tell you, in that moment, I felt Jesus' kindness, his gentleness, his humbleness of heart draw close to me. And I felt that rest in my innermost place. You know, and that's what I want in my life. I'd much rather walk in step with Jesus. You know, instead of trying to you know, kind of establish an identity that I think will impress people, to rest in the identity Jesus has won for me as a child of God, instead of trying to achieve my way to approval and success, to rest in the security of his love. Instead of trying to prove to people I'm a good person, to be honest about my flaws and rest in his redemption of me on the cross. Instead of trying to earn my reputation, to receive and rest in his favor. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And why don't we take a moment right now to ask the Spirit of God to draw us to Jesus. Wherever you are, just encourage you, maybe you want to hold out your hands um, as a sign you'd like to receive rest from God today. Maybe you want to close your eyes and fix your thoughts on Jesus. I'm just going to pray one of the oldest prayers of the church. Would you come, Holy Spirit? just wind rushing past me in this moment. The Spirit of God, come Holy Spirit, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your living room, maybe you're out and about, receive the Spirit of God. Come Holy Spirit. And Lord, would you draw us close to Jesus? Would you release that rest in our souls? 
had a sense that you might be feeling like a peace bubbling up within you. That's the Holy Spirit. I just had a sense someone might be feeling almost like you've been carrying a heavy rucksack with all the things that are resting on your shoulders. Maybe it's your company that you founded or the family which you're uh, you know, hanging on to and keeping together by all you're doing. Maybe it's you know, a friend you've been supporting, but you feel like you've been carrying it on your shoulders. It's like Jesus is releasing that burden and saying, no, let me carry that rucksack. Let me carry that burden for you. And your, your shoulders in this moment, they feel lighter. Maybe someone else, I have a sense of, uh, as Jesus said to Martha, you know, you're worried about many things. But Mary has chosen what's best. She's, she's focusing on me. And I just sense for someone, it's, it's, Jesus is, is kind of inviting you to step away from the worry about many things and just to come close to him in this moment and for him to release that rest in you. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Amen.